Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, good evening and welcome to episode 58 of the AI Comic Pod, brought to you as always by the Anfield Index. A bit of an off-the-cuff reaction piece uh, tonight. Uh, We've already done one of these before, and we've now had the final trailer released for Infinity War, and we couldn't help ourselves, so we thought the only logical thing to do was another girly, screamy, overly excited, possibly soaked in bodily fluids reaction piece. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know, start as you mean to go on. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. As you can tell from my legendary eloquence and my wonderful vocabulary, I'm I'm Stu and I'm hosting this evening. Um, You've been treated to Rory's dulcet tones far too much recently, so you've got to slum it with me for tonight. And how are you this evening, sir? I'm I'm, I'm all right. It's been quite a tough week at work, so the trailer dropping today... It's kind of been the highlight of my week, really, which, you know, it just gave, gave me excited for what's to come because it is going to be monumental. I had a word colossal used quite recently, and I think that's a good way of describing what we've got ahead of us. And it was released early as well. They, it was, they don't normally, earlier than I expected. Yeah. They normally put them out about four or five o'clock our time, and it was out. Like well, it normally drops, what, Good Morning America, it normally drops, doesn't it? So yeah. I don't know if that's West or East Coast, but it's probably at least two, three o'clock our time. And it drops about one o'clock, I think, our time. So that's pretty early. Yeah, I, early. I, I wasn't expecting it. Well, I mean, we obviously knew it was coming out today because... They don't trickle feed and say, oh, you know, it might no, There's no out. point. They do a teaser for a, a trailer saying, <laughs> this time tomorrow you get your final trailer because they're not stupid. They know it'll, it'll start trending online. Yeah. Every, every, every single account starts posting the little teaser videos and then they all get shared and they must rack up billions of, of oh, views mate. and the shares views and are, The views are insane. I mean, you know, social media is is the marketing tool, isn't it, for these places? Yeah. I mean, Marvel does it exceptionally well, and I think they know how to use, utilize, and twist and 
you know bend it in their advantage but they really do like social media has just exploded everything like that um and it's what's so positive because you get a trailer and you know obviously rndb gets it straight away and everything else so i've always watched these trailers but there's never any hype around them do you know what i mean there's never any anticipation a teaser trailer of a trailer i mean jesus christ none of this existed years ago and none of this would have existed when iron man came out do you know what i mean not yeah not like it is now. Um, and Iron Man did how much revenue all those years ago. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's testament to how good the films are and the word on the street. And, and they, um, they learn, don't they? Certainly every, maybe not from film to film, but from phase to phase. Yeah, there's they, a definite learning curve. Yeah. They, they just improve and just slightly hone. Their advertising has always been good, but they just get better, like, around the uh, release of Ragnarok. since Ragnarok, yeah, exactly. So they, Ragnarok, well, doing the... this, it's so much better. Well, with Ragnarok, Guardians 2, and Black Panther, they're doing little cutesy things, like they put a little emoji on the end of a hashtag. Oh, the emojis are cool, man. I'm and down it, it, with the emojis. And, and it makes people use them, because for, for Ragnarok, they had at least half a dozen. They had probably nearly about 10 for Black Panther, because they had all the main ones, and then... Hashtag Wakanda Forever was going for a long, long time. Considering the film's only been out a month, it seems like that hashtag's been around for about a year because it was attached to everything and it's leaped over and it's being used in a sporting context. And yeah, it's mad, isn't it? It's everywhere, man. Yeah, I tweeted out uh, from the account earlier on. I think the majority of the the emojis and stuff and some really pretty damn cool ones um the group one and dr strange ones are ace oh, yeah. um and yeah some of them are ace man spider-man always looks looks good in that capacity um thor has only got one eye that's pretty cool um yeah man i think they're cool i think you know nebula's got one did we see any nebula we've not seen Nebula. we've not seen nebula in the in anything really no so nebula not in the poster either you know the poster out today which is a really really damn cool poster as well oh it's unbelievable Um, it's amazing isn't it i just want a copy of it to to stick up on my kids wall because that's mine and his den essentially for marvel um because it's just yeah it's just an awesome poster um poor old wong and vision had like blurred into the background but everyone else is just getting front and center treatment um except um and i think we'll talk about a couple of characters that aren't going to appear in this because there's been a few questions around this um ant-man and the wasp uh the wasp who people won't know as well because hasn't appeared well, she, in, the she's not in this film yeah. well, no Ant- but Ant-Man neither is Ant man either is he ant-man's in the film what in in Infinity Wars? He's in the second one, but I don't think he's in the first one. I thought he was supposed to be in this because the Ant Man and the Wasp is meant to take place after the events mm, of this. No, mind. Well, my understanding was that he isn't in this. Oh, okay. And he only comes into the second film with the Wasp. But I mean, we, we will see. Um, but I'm pretty sure that's the case. And then also we know that um, obviously Captain Marvel. Uh, in a nicely, we got a poster, don't we? In a yeah. suit and, and everything. The, the suit on set didn't look that great, but when you see the poster and when when they've got all the graphics and stuff, it looks amazing. To be well, honest. it, it looks, looks really like cool. the one she's wearing on those leaked set pictures. It's not meant yeah. to be the Captain Marvel suit. It's like a, a flight suit, which then yeah. gets adapted. But everybody knows you never trust the on set behind the scenes no, pictures because they've been taken would. from about half a mile away and it's all green screen and stuff as well you know yeah. you've got to you got to think about how everything gets color things. corrected in in the post-production yeah. 
Yeah. So the, the, the best thing to do for this then, what I've done is I've gone through and I've pretty much watched it section by section and just sort of storyboarded it a little bit because there's yeah, yeah, so yeah. much. Considering oh, it's the they last trailer, so it. they've given away a lot but without really giving anything away. I think, you, I think I mean? you kind of know the structure of the film now. I, I think we always knew, and the Russo's always described it as a heist film. So yeah. it's about Thanos getting hold of the Infinity Stones one at, one at a time, along with the Black Order, who are going to be uh, you know, attacking other elements to, to try and get the stones as quickly as possible. The, the thing that surprised me that they revealed in this is what Gamora reveals in the first opener, which is... It's, uh, I like the fact they've opened it Thanos. with Gamora rather than starting yeah. off with one of the Avengers, which the, the typical way to open it is with Cap or with, oh, with Iron, Iron Man, Man yeah. speaking or, or Fury, something like that. Yeah, I like yeah, the yeah. fact they've opened it and it makes sense because she knows Thanos better than anyone in the film. Oh, well, exactly. Um, except Nebula, but and like we said, we're not going to maybe see Nebula in this film either. Um, but we... We, we get an introduction to what Thanos is really trying to do, which is obviously everyone knows he's trying to collect all the stones, but they didn't know why necessarily, unless you've read maybe Infinity Gauntlet or, or some of the comics surrounding it, um, which is essentially wipe out half of the the global population, not just Earth. You know what I mean? It's the universe. And it, it's um, it's a really famous scene, isn't it, from the, from the, the comic where he, he snaps his finger and then he wipes out half the life in the entire universe. So yeah, billions or trillions of lives extinguished at the snap of a finger. And including a way to open certain it. superheroes as well, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's quite well known. It's quite interesting having kind of read that, how much of an important role that Silver Surfer has in the Infinity Gauntlet uh, comic, which obviously we're not going to get. Unless yeah, they it's a, to it's a it damn quick. shame because he he originally comes back, doesn't he? The the return of Thanos came in a Silver Surfer book, yeah, and then that that leads into Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. Oh no, that leads it's... into Thanos War, doesn't it? And then yes. Thanos War leads to Gauntlet, which leads to War. Yeah, it's intriguing, you know, because there's characters in there that you kind of so used to seeing in comic form various, but haven't been because of the film rights. Um, but I think you mentioned prior to coming onto this, the second film has a 64 person battle, uh, which will be the largest scale thing we've ever seen in, which Marvel. Is in cinema, in cinema, in, in CG cinema. Anyway, do you know what I mean? You've had wars, you know, gladiator films like that. Um, but at this scale of this kind of level of CG, it's going to be insane. I mean, the production that's gone into this has been pretty epic. I think Thanos has come on incredibly from what we first saw. He looks like a real eight-foot blue-skinned titan. The CGI that they use is absolutely insane. Yeah. But but before we we jump into Thanos, we've already covered the the very beginning with Gamora. So the first scene after that, we've got Banner, Rhodey, who is now, of course, walking, and Black Widow watching something and it looks as though they're potentially watching Thanos's forces land all those like six armed creature things that come running across the Wakandan plane at them yeah, yeah, yeah. it looks potentially like there's a landing party arriving and we we've obviously seen in some of the behind the scenes photos Rhodey is wearing some kind of a contraption 
which is allowing him to walk. So it looked like well, it's I think that's Stark Tech actually. I think it's Stark Tech. Yeah, we said um, this the other day. You think it's Stark? I think it's Wakandan. Well, someone else said Stark, but I, 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 I think having watched the trailer now, I think it is Stark. Whether it becomes modified or not, but I mean, Stark is still. I mean, he was obviously experimenting with it at the end of Civil War, but I think he's got enough tech in his locker to to build him. Legs that they won't fix his spinal cord. Maybe sure he can do that. See, that's what um, I'm wondering. I, I'm wondering if Tony's built him a harness that helps him walk, but then sure he's going to be able to make actually fix his spine in the way she did with um, Martin Freeman. Yes, whose character name has just completely fallen out of my head. Oh God, um, it's not Ross, is it? Yeah, Everett Ross. Everett See, whenever Ross. I think Ross, I'm thinking of Thunderbolt Ross. Um, Betty yeah, Ross so am I, actually. That's what came to me. Which yeah. is a head fuck. So yeah, in, Everett in, Ross, indeed. He's in this film as well. Um, well, he will be, because he's, he's the envoy, isn't he, for uh, for Wakanda. He'll always, well, wherever is Dinklage in this film? I just I read that online earlier. Is, I'm sure Peter Dinklage comes into this film or maybe the next one, and I'm not sure how. I, I don't think I've heard anything for this All one. right. Well, I'll see, but there, he's definitely cast. So I remember intriguing. seeing something about him being cast, but the, the way for anyone that doesn't know, because they're releasing the two films twelve months apart, yes. they oh, filmed God, them back. Be to so back. long. They 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 haven't filmed one, then gone away and come back. So there's a lot of people that had finished filming their scenes for Avengers Four, while some yeah. people hadn't even done their scenes for Avengers Three, and that's why it's been exactly. such a monumental production. And I can't remember who it was. It was Scarlett Johansson actually. They've been doing a lot of on-set press and they've all been interviewed in the Milano, the Guardian ship, yeah. which is cool. And she was saying it was basically, it's like they filmed three films back to back because there's been so much work going on and so many people and so much action. It feels like a trilogy all being done at once, but it isn't. It's just the two. But these two films is going to be five to five and a half hours of on-screen time with a cast of 64 people. I know, it's madness. And, and he, it is, he is confirmed, entire... actually, Peter Dinklage. He's in the poster, and he's not shown in the poster, but his names are in the poster. Um, well, he will be. Sandwich the... between Idris Elba and Benedict Wong. Because um, he's, he's a major guy, isn't he? People know Peter Dinklage's name, so you'd want well, to Well, they do. The I, I think the one thing he might be doing is motion capture for one of the Black Order, because we don't know all the Black Order cast yet. So it'd be quite take. interesting. Yeah, there's some I've read. It's not it's not my take, but I, I'm quite intrigued by that because if he's doing the voice, that'd be quite a be ace actually. I to be honest, I'd like him to do that. I think he could play someone quite interesting and menacing because um, he's 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 got that unique take on things and and he's he's, he's very theatrical, isn't he? He's got a very he he's got a good range in his voice. He can he can be. I mean, we see it. We see all yeah, sides of him as Tyrion, where he, he can be, yeah. he can be a wonderful, friendly character, and then he can be really snidey and conniving, and then he can be outright evil and ruthless, all in the space of you know three scenes across a forty-five minute episode. So yeah, he's pretty, he's pretty, he's got incredible range. Actually, people don't always give him enough. Well, they do. Everyone loves him, but you know what I mean. It's it's intriguing with characters like that because you're gonna need, well, you know, maybe. Stature. You need people yeah, with stature you, to really Well, carry you the do. I, I mean, you do. And, and, you know, the trailer, I mean, there's so many characters in there now. And it's been great revisiting. I mean, we're both kind of doing it, albeit I'm doing it in a really fucked up order. But um, The Road to Infinity Wars 
is great, man, because I've seen all these films a lot. I've been loving doing this again. It's been so fun, like catching up with all these characters. And, you know, I watched Iron Man trilogy and I, I haven't, I haven't seen Iron Man 3 since forever. Do you know what I mean? And the first Iron Man film I watched with my little boy and my little girl, um, and they both really loved it. Um, and I forgot how good it was. Do you know what I mean? You go back and go, Christ, that film's amazing. It and really is. I said the it, same thing after I watched it, it. It's honestly, it's it's in my top five because I, how good it is. I, I can't not put it in there. It's just such a well-rounded film. And then that kind of reminded me how disappointing Iron Man 2 was. But then I like Iron Man 3 again. I thought it really quite redeemed a lot of the things because um, it gave, you know, Tony some humility, you know. Um, and there's been some really surprises in there for me and it's been great. And it's a couple of films I still need to see Doctor Strange and Spider-Man and you My know, next one wanted. is Ant-Man. Oh, I watched that again recently. It's such a cool film. It's such a cool film. Um, it's a shame that I actually said that because we had a perfect segue into the next scene from the bloody trailer which Sorry, is I, I can't so get, I'll get excited we've got Thanos's ship looks like it's shooting up into the atmosphere and yes. we, we know pretty much that Spider-Man is on top of that so then we've we see seen Iron that in Man. the first trailer yeah we see Iron Man racing after him and then you see With one his of the new first suit. benefits of the bleeding edge suit where all of a sudden oh, his so cool. thrusters turn into a gigantic rocket engine and he just shoots up after the um the It's ship. so cool, man. That suit just that, looks... that suit just completely redefines everything. For anyone that doesn't know without going too comic y, basically it's a nanotechnology suit that can become anything. So Black he just he, he just thinks I want my normal thrusters to turn into a rocket and they turn into a rocket. He could go, I want a giant cannon on my arm that shoots sound waves, and he'll have a giant sound wave cannon on his arm. Anything he can think, he can make. And in a fight there's a, against There's a cool Thanos, video. There's a cool video of him suiting up every time in, on YouTube, you know, as Iron Man, all yeah. the different ones. Um, and it's good to see the evolution of the suit. because Very quickly, what's your favourite one of his, suit, his suiting up montages? Oh. Mine's always the briefcase one from Iron Man 2. Yeah, that's pretty. Uh, that's pretty cool, man. I, I, it's hard to top that because I do for comic value. I like. Is it Iron Man three when it hits him right in the go? <laughs> the modular one. <laughs> that one. The modular one is so clumsy, but it's so funny at the same instance. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I've got a, quite a soft spot for, albeit it's a different suit. But when he when he Hulk busters up in Ultron. Oh um, God! Well, I just, just watched Age of Ultron when the helmet on comes down, and I just saw this is just ace, man. I mean that that scene in Ultron is is great, and I think. Well, we've got some. We've got an epic Hulkbuster scene in this trailer. To be fair, yeah, that that is one of my later points. So after we've got that with Iron Man, yeah, nice little um, Robert Downey Jr. voiceover. We have what Thanos wants, so that's what we use, and then it instantly shows a shot of the Eye of Agamotto and Vision. Yep. So very, very clearly, the 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 implication whether it actually comes off or not, they want to use the Infinity Stones that they've got as bait. Does it so? Yeah, exactly. It's it, you know, Iron Man says they've got the upper hand in the sense that he's got to come to us because we've got what he wants. Do you know what I mean? And that's it's dangerously true. arrogant because they obviously don't realise <laughs> that how dangerous Thanos is. 
Well, maybe we, we come to the realization, right? And I, we talked about this a little bit. That at the beginning, it, the the court is quite good, um, and you think that Tony is talking to Gamora or in in attendance ship of Gamora on the ship, but he's not. He's talking to Doctor Strange in the Sanctum Sanctorum. Um, so Doctor Strange will know a certain part about the stones and probably about Thanos. He won't know what Gamora knows. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Because he won't know the evil. He won't know the, the sheer power. And I think Thor is probably learning that point on that ship. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. Um, and the, the scenes with Loki and, and the Black Order are probably on on the ship that is left Asgard. Um, and Thor has probably already, you know, gone off towards the Milano. Do you know what I mean? In, in, in whether he's been... Yeah, fought off. That's probably likely because we see ship. that. Yeah, we see that kind of or abandoned ship. Well, his, his skull is being crushed at one stage by Thanos, so we assume that's probably yeah. early doors. And that's what these trailers do, you know, because we obviously get a lot of different scenes and elements and stuff, but most of it's from quite early in the films. You, you'd you know think I mean? anything to do with Thor and Loki has got to be first act because the, it's uh, got to uh, be we, when we last saw them. They were on the Asgardian ship just as Thanos' ship appeared behind them. So logically, I would like that to be the very first thing, is straight into it, this is what happened. And Sanctum Sanctorum will probably be not far behind. Do you know what I mean? That's Because that's when you see Banner crash to the Earth in the first trailer. Um, And Iron Man presumably rocks up at that stage because it's in New York and linked to Spidey. Although maybe they don't meet till later, but you know, there's elements there. Um, and that's the good thing about these trailers. It gets you, we know roughly what the order might be, but it gets you talking and it gets people theorizing. And when you theorize, you go online and you talk about it and it yeah, just keeps exactly. the hashtags going and the videos sharing. And oh, it's, it's a brilliant. buzz, man. It's a real buzz around it. I mean, I can't remember. My film... Twitter's blown up today. Just I absolutely can't remember blown being... up as excited for film as I am for this. Do you know what I mean? I'm being genuinely, I can't remember anyone having this much like across the internet, this much buzz about something coming out. Well, we said before it's 10 years in the making, 17 films. And it's 17 films of of ridiculous planning to get to this point as well. Do you know what I mean? I mean, we always praise Marvel. how, How much forward thinking you need and how, how clever well, how confident you have to be in your own do you know there's two things about it so all the directors we keep talking about are all backed like you know you can feel watching black panther you can you know that is a kugler vision yeah, they've all been film. involved in the decision making you know, program exactly exactly but you, you can feel the russo kugler yeah, I mean, uh taika watiti even uh, the guy from Ant-Man, uh, what's his name, Penn, oh, I can't remember his name. Um, it's gone. I've got so much Infinity War stuff in my head that everything oh, else mate. is gone. I don't think I know. But they brought everyone. Anymore. They brought everyone that's been involved because it is a collaborative project. Because it's I mean? all that's... their work, isn't it? Every film they've done, even if it's not directly linked, it's all part of the the grand scheme of things. Yeah. And everyone should have a say. You know, John Favreau should absolutely have a say. Because oh, you want at, Favreau at the involved, man. Of he's, Iron man. He's, he's Disney's. He's one of Disney's go-to. Do you know what I mean? He's, he's their doing, guy, isn't he? He did the Jungle Book. He's doing the Lion King. You know, live kind of uh, remake or whatever they're going to do. He's with doing it. this Star um, Wars series. He's gone off to do a Star Wars. He's going to do a Star Wars series, and he's obviously so pivotally involved in in Iron Man from the from the, the beginning, and then he's back in Spider-Man: Homecoming acting and. 
yeah, he's a big guy for them. And, and you know, it's great to have people like that involved because I think we said, you know, the Russo brothers aren't yeah, definitive directors in cinema. Do you know what I mean? But what they are is people that understand vision of how a film should be. They've got really good kind of CG work, but they're, they're great at getting characters to interplay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whedon, Whedon was the master at Avengers and obviously he won't be invited back. But <laughs> Whedon was the master at kind of at that script, at that kind of patter between the, the actors in, 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 in the original Avengers. And, and they don't do that with the Russos as such. It's a different approach. It's not just as clever and light in the script, but they deliver that action and a little bit more heart and depth, I think, than than I expected, really. And that's what we saw in Civil War. So you, you see that coming into these trailers and these shots. You get a sense of the scale of it, but also the interaction between the characters, which... I think if that isn't there in these films and the script isn't tight and it doesn't work, it, you'd be left a little bit disappointed. But I don't think we will be. No, I I don't think we will. No, um, speaking of things, speaking of things that aren't a disappointment, next thing that comes up, Shuri with a hologram of Vision's head. Which is very so, interesting. So obviously now word is starting to get around because, as you alluded to before, there's a few people that know about the stones and obviously Thor has told a few people and the guardians will have told a few people cause they, they all knew about this way before everyone else did. Yeah. And Dr. Strange will have told a few people and now gradually words getting around and somebody, it, it potentially might tie in when we've seen um, cap and black widow get off a ship in Wakanda and they have like a nice reunion it could well be that then they go and sit in the council chambers and he sort of sits down and says, look, something really serious is going down and then they start getting sure he is the tech into it. But maybe well, they're even asking think Maybe her. they're trying to get the stone out of his head. That's what I was going to say. If yeah. there's anyone that could do it, you'd think sure between Shuri and Tony and, and maybe but, even because some... to keep it, to keep it safe, you ideally don't want it locked in someone's head. Yeah. Was, you know, but because it's not just to take it out, lends it's to itself... take it out. To Proxima Midnight ripping his head off. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> That's the worry. Yeah, because they, they need to make sure that they keep it intact because Vision is one of the, the strongest members of the team. So they need to keep him as usable. I don't as know Vision in the comics, right? I don't know in what capacity he, he exists. And I've not read as far as that. But he is in, well, I, I've not read any of those stories, but Vision okay. on the whole is an infinitely powerful because I don't know is, if we'll see that. I, I don't think he knows how to use his powers. He, he always feels like he's in his infancy. Well, he said he, he says, doesn't he, in Civil War? He, he when he has that moment with uh, with Wanda, and he says he doesn't know anything about the stone. He knows it's an Infinity Stone, but he doesn't know where it comes from, what its limitations are, and yeah. We, but in the comics, he's not powered by the stone. It's a little bit different, but it was it became a bit. I'm of a intrigued. McGuffin. I'm intrigued what if he does if the stone is indeed removed which we implied it well it's gonna be um we just don't know how um it, i'm intrigued as to what is left behind Do you know i, I, mean? I think I, they'll, they'll they'll come up with some kind of a roundabout way of saying because it's been attached to him for so long he's absorbed a percentage of its power and it's enough to keep him more than 
useful. You know, it's, he's not going to all of a sudden become a real weak member of the team. He'll stay powerful. No, no, no. And he obviously just, he's got he that very won't. close relationship with Scarlet Witch. And, I, and we've got to think there is more to come from Scarlet Witch because we know well, she, in Civil War, she was one of the most powerful. She was the most powerful Baron she, Vision, probably. She is up there in terms of Captain Marvel. Don't forget from a comic point of view, she rewrote history by simply saying the words no more mutants she erased mutants from existence just by speaking it because she was worked up in in age of ultron where she she senses that that quicksilver has died and she has like a burst of emotion and she rips a couple of dozen ultron clones apart yeah the more emotional she is the more her powers can ramp up so if something was to happen to vision she could in theory, I, I imagine she could probably get rid of Thanos if she was concentrated and I'm worked not up enough. I don't sure think she will. She's of that strength. But... She could. In the comics, she's what she's. I think she's considered to be an Omega level mutant. But obviously, in the yeah. film, she's not a mutant. I, I think it's experiment. it's all about developing her powers. I, I liked in Civil War that they were kind of going down an angle with her that she was getting trained for being one of the team as such. You know what I mean? Like a spy, yeah. and it was a different angle. I still would like, it's hard with all these characters to give them all enough screen time. And obviously these films are centered around Thanos. And I think that's why everyone's in groups, isn't it? So rather than having a load of individuals, they've split them off. You just couldn't. The New York lot, the Wakandan lot, and then the lot that may be going to space. Because you couldn't have 40, 50 big individual scenes for a start it wouldn't even tie together it would just feel no, like no, a no. Of shorts. no and i think if you come together with one huge battle in the second film you've you've had all that groundwork before it do you know what yeah. i mean it's 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 it makes sense it's realistic um, that they'll have fought together in groups and then all of a sudden you know black panther might be able to say you know well this is how you get the best out of war machine i yeah. don't know and you're it. right with the smaller groups as well because thor in search of the new his new weapon goes off with with Groot and Rocket, which and makes total sense because Rocket's an inventor, so Rocket yeah, might yeah. be able to help him cobble something together. Or I'm really intrigued about that interplay, man. I think or, it's if, be or fun. if there's machinery there and he doesn't know how to use it, well, Rocket's the kind of guy that might be able to say, well, well, that looks like a such and such a thing. You know, the guy sits down and makes bombs out of junk, so he clearly knows his way around around an engine or whatever. Yeah, he so, knows his way around tech. Yeah, that, he does. That yeah. seamlessly lend, uh, lends us into the Guardians landing. We don't know where yes. they're landing, but we see the Milano or some kind of a ship land and they're all getting off. Do we think they're going in search of the, which is the stone um, that the Collectors, or oh, is he not got it anymore? Is he? I can't remember Well, the, there's a scene is. where Thanos goes to the Collector and it looks like Thanos beats the shit out of him. Yeah, because he's got one of the stones, hasn't he? he? No, he's got the ether. Yeah, because in one of the post-credit scenes, we see Lady Sif and the big fat fucker who I forget from the Warriors Three. Um, they take. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. He actually had the ether before he had the power stone. Yeah. And their logic was, it's not a good idea to have two stones in the same place at the same time. And Asgard yeah. at the time had the cosmic cube. So, yeah, it, Maybe they've gone back there to try and get the ether only to find out that he's had the shit kicked out of him and then they maybe end up going to Earth. But it's just a re- it's brilliant knowing that finally the cosmic universe is going to land on Earth and we finally yeah, get the Guardians. it is. I mean, and it's going to be poetic as well because it's Quill's homecoming. You know, he's yeah, not been on Earth. Yeah, it is. And I hope they give enough to that, man, because it is a big deal. It is a big deal. He's been gone his whole life or the majority of his life. Do you know what I mean? Since he was eight or 10 or whatever it was. So it, it's quite a significant thing. And, and obviously... It needs paying well, off, he's, doesn't he's it? He's got his MP3 player now, but him coming to Earth will oh, yeah, be a he's bit got his of a Zoom. shock. <laughs> um, hey, that'll be it. Maybe, maybe he leaves Earth with an actual, like, an iPod or something. Yeah, maybe like, a little bit of product placement. 28 gig. <laughs> um, it'd just be, it'd be intriguing how they, how that happens. But I think th- they're obviously involved in, in a, well, we'll get to you. You'll get to the battle that they're involved in with Spidey and, and Doctor Strange a little bit later. So yeah, we'll, we'll come back to that. Um, but it's intrigued with them. They're obviously going to be heavily involved with Thor, and like we said, Thor will go off. In that, that's actually one that's of the, the things I'm yeah. most looking forward to is Thor and yeah, the Guardians. I, I am too, you know, because it is they, they seem like a, a a good link. Obviously, Thor is. Uh, Asgard, he, he's travelled more than any of the the ones from you know who's just been earthbound. Do you know what I mean? He has more of an understanding. Um, but they, the Guardians, will probably see him as what he is, which is basically an alien. Whereas people yeah. on Earth consider him to be a god, whereas he's not really a god. As um, he's Odin. a god in his in his planet as such, but he's not a god in in reality terms. Is well, he? Odin I mean? says it in one of the films. You know. Asgardians live and Asgardians die. You know they might live for ten thousand years, but they're not gods. They just appear to be gods. They're not immortal, who, you know, who only live yeah. for you know eighty years or something. So that, yeah. that it makes sense because they're they're going to sort of be like, oh, okay, you you what the the god of thunder? Mm, you, you, you're not a god though, are <laughs> I'm you? I'm quite excited about what Rocket says. Rocket's <laughs> just going to take him down a peg or two. You know, <laughs> I right. hope he does. Um, and he's clearly going to have something Mantis to say about and... fucking Groot. Yeah. Oh yeah. God! Can you? I've just thought. You know what will be a brilliant interaction? Drax and Thor. 
it, it could be. I, I just think he's the right character because we've and 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 it's hard not to get to it. But there's an interaction between Star Lord and and Iron Man. But those two actors well, that, are almost identical in a lot of ways. Next. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so I think I think so, you've just done that segue with um, where Quill's on. taken down Stark's plan by basically <laughs> telling him that his plan's shit. Essentially, yeah, and, and the look on Peter's face, on Peter Parker's face, it's just priceless. That, man, at that to point. me, you know, that doesn't look like Peter Parker's face. That looks like Tom Holland. That look, that yeah. almost looks like an outtake, and he went, you know what? That looks really funny. Leave it in. Yeah, it he, does look. He just funny, looks man. like he's about to piss himself, laughing like, "What? You can't say that to Iron Man." I know, and it's funny because they won't give a shit who Iron Man is. Do you know what I mean? They won't well, no, care about he, any of this. He's no. They don't care about anyone or anything, though, do they? They're, they're just very much because it's, everything it's their that universe, on Earth, their galaxy, is yeah. small beans compared to what they've been there. Like, yeah, we've saved the galaxy twice. Oh, you saved Earth, just little Earth. Oh, that's <laughs> exactly. Okay. I'm sure Rocket will say something about that if if Tony tries to big himself up. Yeah, I wonder whether you're going to get those two together in this film. I'm not sure you will because I think it's more they will meet at some level, whether it's the ship, whether it's Titan um, for the battle. But I think it's where Star Lord is involved, um, and obviously well, Doctor Strange. Said, haven't we we yeah. we're looking forward to like the the tech council of Shuri, Tony, and Rocket. I don't all think getting we'll their see it this together. time. I don't maybe think we'll see Tony and Shuri together at this this one, but I, I think in the future. Maybe, maybe maybe in the fourth one we will. Maybe. Um, maybe not. Maybe they won't all be alive. Ooh. Mm. Hashtag Rory prediction for one. Well I just I just wonder whether they're gonna go brave in it. I, I worry, but I think if they if they don't if they don't do something of significance they're going to need a cliffhanger that makes you that that gets that excitement and and that anger maybe towards Thanos, you know. So yeah. um, I'm worried I'm going to have to cover my son's eyes to see <laughs> the death of one of his heroes. Do you know what I mean? It's going to be interesting. And then the next next big scene is one of the ones I was most looking forward to is Hulkbuster Mark Two. Oh, now should we? Should we spoil the Hulkbuster thing based on the Lego set, or should we leave? I it? think every everyone knows it by now. I think I, just I, in case anyone I, doesn't, just spoiler warning: Lego yeah. released a Lego set that basically implies very strongly that inside the Hulkbuster armor this time is yes. Bruce Banner, not maybe even Hulk. We don't know which one it is, we but do, it looks I, like it's Banner. I think, I think he's going to be Banner for the for the large part. I think he's going to be Banner. I have this Lego set. I think he's going to be Banner in the suit because he's kind of, I don't know what's going to ha- have happened to him, but I wonder whether maybe, when he comes back down to Earth. He doesn't want to be uh, Maybe Hulk Doctor again. Strange. Well, I don't think he does. Well, because I, he I said, think, didn't he? He was Hulk for two years or something straight. It, and I think he wants to fight it. I think he wants to be himself. I think he wants to be Bruce. Um, but sure, wasn't there we, a line or something in um, in Ragnarok where there probably it, was? But I need I'm, to rewatch it. I'm sure it. there was something where he said he was worried that one time he was going to change and not come back. Yeah, there is something along those lines. Um, and that and that's what's happened. And I think that did in the comics that did happen where eventually he was the Hulk all the time. But the difference there was he was the Hulk, but he had banner's consciousness whereas now they're still very much in the whole 
Hulk and I don't think like they're Banner. wanting to be the Hulk whole, the whole period because it, it, his interaction much. with Black Widow and it's too much. It's, I, it, I think it's the other thing as well, we know he becomes the Hulk again because yeah. when the battle happens in Wakanda and We've that incredible gif in that scene from the first trailer, it's him hulked up. So whether Shuri, there was some interesting theory on Emergency, uh, awesome, whether Shuri maybe can... Po- like control like remote control the the, oh. the suit the Hulk Buster with like she did with the car in in Korea. Oh, that um, would be even better than driving. Like, a car. That'd be badass. <sighs> um, or maybe it's just it's just once Banner is out the suit, whether it's just he Hulk. Or up. maybe the the thing is, you see that maybe the suit gets destroyed because you see all those aliens all those with six arms attack him. Just I'm, attack it and they pin it down with about twenty five of them I'm, on there. I'm gonna have to do this. I'm gonna have to do a prediction. He starts off fighting in the Hulk Buster because he doesn't want to lose control and become the Hulk. The suit yep. gets destroyed, so he has to just swallow his pride, Hulk up, and then he starts ripping the shit out of all of those things. Well, let's see. I hope so. Got to be done. Um, we, we see a little bit more. We see a lot more of Wakanda, don't we? Um, Wakanda it's, is it's... meant to be one of the major one of the well, major battles. all of the characters from Black Panther are quite prominent in this film. Well, yeah, I we don't know think Shuri, they will be. Nakia, they won't be um, in the Akoya. second film because it's not going to be in Wakanda. The second film, do you know? You know that it's, it's some of the characters. This is about will. the stone. Some of the characters will, but I, I don't think as many. Do you know what I mean? So I think it's quite interesting uh, how much we'll get of, of of that. But we see that pretty damn cool ship, which is I think in that part of the trailer when. Cap and uh, Black Widow are on that really cool space cruiser in yeah. um, in Wakanda, and then we, we get that link from the first film where it's you know get this man a shield, um, you know all defenses and all that kind of stuff because that's the point, isn't it? It's when the attack is coming to Wakanda to to presumably go after Vision Stone because I think he's there as well. Yeah. So then after after that, another big another big payoff is Thor. It looks like Thor's finished his new weapon in the Space Forge and he holds it to the sky and you see the lightning come down, but you don't actually see his weapon. So they're clearly holding the reveal until the actual... Even though everyone already bloody knows. Well, they know ruined it as much as anyone else. Well, and they've released the official plastic replica toy. So I've said, and they've said it is Stormbreaker, which is a combination of a battle axe and a war hammer. It looks it, pretty damn cool. It's that, cool. Yeah. It's a combination of two different weapons that he's had, and one of them is from the Ultimates universe, and they've basically amalgamated the two. I like that they do things like that. I, I like that they still make things different. You know, they could just go pure comic rule all the time because yeah. he's had plenty of different weapons. But uh, you know, well, everyone it, thought it was going to be. I think it's called Yarbjorn. Yeah, exactly. Well, they they the basically one, yeah. mixed Yarbjorn and Stormbreaker together, and it, it looks it, cool. It's going to look cool as shit. Yeah. And then probably my favourite scene of the whole trailer, even though it's one of the, the quietest ones, it looks like we get the backstory of when Gamora was taken because you see Thanos in his full battle armour and he holds his Gamora hand out hand. and this tiny little green hand grabs hold of his finger and as he turns and walks away with this child, you see all of his troops and it looks like they're getting ready to execute a whole load of people. Well, Jacob was like, Christ, how big is he? <laughs> I, was like, no, I was like, Gamora's, no, Gamora's quite small. It's, you know, it's it's at that point. She's, well, he is something like about 10, I think he's about nine or 10 foot tall. Oh, he is colossal. I mean, he is, man. He is, he he is, is... from a race called the Titans, so he's never going to exactly. be you know, three foot tall. He's not exactly. going to be gag size, is he? 
No, he's not. He's not <laughs> going to be my height. He's more like your height, but a little bit. You know, he's a little bit more muscly than me. Just muscle a little than bit. stomach, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So that that looks like um, a good one. So that looks amazing, and and I love the armor in that section. I think it looks really cool. Um, we've not seen any of the Chitari since since they all got wiped out essentially. So that's that's Chitari at that point. So it'd be quite cool to see. Yeah. All that. And then that that takes us into the next scene, which is Loki with the oh. Black Order, aka they're calling the children of Thanos. But Man, it looks like he's actually looks been captured. So cool. Yeah, but you mentioned before we haven't got a lot of information about who's doing. All we, we don't know, know who's Ed- playing them necessarily. We don't. No. There's only two actors confirmed for for them, but there's two not. Um, but we do get to see a lot more of what they do, and we do get to see. Um, we've seen a little bit of Proxima Midnight, but not a lot because it was it was quite shrouded in mystery in the first one. But we see her with a spear there. Um, she's the one that's holding the spear to Loki, isn't she? Yeah. And then we also she see a little. Corver- she's married to Corvus Clave, isn't she? I think. Uh, think so. I think I yeah. remember that from a. So there's kind of power couple. He's he's all powerful and like Thanos is right hand man. Yeah. Um, he, and then yeah, we I see Black he... Black Dwarf, but I think they call it something else in this. Um, but he's involved in the Sanctum Sanctorum battle as well. He looks pretty incredible. And we see Huge out of all guy. of them, we see more of Ebony Moore in this one as well. And Ebony Moore is the one that looks like he's torturing Doctor Strange. We think it'd be, I think it'll be like a, they might not go full the psychological magic route that he's got. I think they'll play him off like a, a, a dark powered Doctor Strange, essentially. Do you know like what I mean? a dark like magician of some kind. Yeah, I think they'll go that kind of route from what, I think because they can't overcomplicate things too much, but we see that incredible scene with Doctor Strange. Um, yeah, and he's like he's, he's, he's getting... suspended upside down, and it looks like he's got little loads of glass tubes about to go into his skin. Yeah, um, and as as you just mentioned, then I only found this out about an hour ago. There was an angle in the the comics where Ebony Moore uses his his mental powers. And he actually yeah. controls Doctor Strange and he becomes a double agent for Thanos. And I think you're right when you said before, he probably won't do that, but they maybe will use the whole where he's going to, he can't use his magic to break him, but he's able to break him psychically. Because the key thing about Doctor Strange going into this film is Doctor Strange is one of the only people in the universe that knows the location of all of the Infinity Stones. And of course, nobody knows where the... Uh, the soul stone is and that might be the one that they're looking for because they we know where the other five are and that could be the final piece they might it might not work it could be that dr strange is able to resist it but it's another nice payoff for the the story i I, I want to see where dr strange has come because i will have a lot more power from dr strange in the future but i don't think he's fully developed either do you know what i mean he's not going to be a long way on obviously we saw him in Ragnarok and and having some level of power but I don't think I think the Black Order are going to be some match for the heroes uh, they've been doing it a lot longer than he has especially Ebony Moore Ebony Moore seems to be quite old so he he, he might have looks cool man and obviously they're all CG it might be makeup on Proxima Midnight that might be different do you know what I mean but she's the most human looking isn't she heavy amount of CG on the rest and and it looks really good I, I honestly do having been a bit nervous I, I think it looks ace i mean are we at the point of the big scene at the end well the next one um logically was 
Thanos crushing the cosmic cube. So it okay. looks like maybe Loki. We kind of either, touched on this earlier, yeah. Has either delivered it or maybe Loki was trying to take it away because Loki seems to be in a bit of an in between where he's kind of trying to do the right thing, but he's still being a bit of a dick. And then that's the, Loki all over, basically. And then you, you see the cosmic cube, remembering how powerful it was. Go right back to Captain America: The First Avenger. It was creating havoc across the world during um you know world war Two. it was powering yeah. all hydro weapons and thanos just picks it up and crushes it as if it was a, a raw egg and obviously when he crushes it it will release the stone that's inside it in the same yeah. way that we saw with the um, we, we the see fan. him at the end with with two stones right we it looks like we only see him with two but there's a possibility he might have three with the third one being on his thumb the other thing they might have done, a bit like the old eye trick with Thor, is is maybe emergency awesome. I'm, I'm taking this from maybe a bit of clever, a bit like you mentioned CG. with Thor's new bit of CG there. Yeah. I, I think at that point in the film, we're we're deeming the battles to be later in the film. I would imagine, you know, it, it seems like there's a lot to build up towards that. Although they've got to spread the action out, but I think the Wakanda battle is quite a big thing in there um, before the, the maybe the end battle with with. Iron Man on the on you know which we will talk about, but that scene with Cap, I mean Jesus Christ, I mean it's so tense, but you can see the strength of Cap and you can see the shock on Thanos' face. Well, yeah, uh, Thanos is clearly expecting to be able to crush him, him like a bug, and Cap is giving it all, and he's he's holding his own against the guy that's like about nine or ten foot tall, probably weigh, weighs himself in tons. And he's obviously yielding and an infinity just stone. There's, there's no, you know, I know he's enhanced, but, but he's, he's just, not a god. He's a human. He's not got a, a special suit. He's not got special powers like Spider-Man and such. He's just a human, really. It's quite amazing how journeys come on. I hope they don't do the white. <laughs> I don't. I hope Cap isn't the one that's sacrificed because it will just destroy a generation of people. I think. Yeah, It'll destroy you, our whole side of people, do you know? Because we're a whole team. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm <laughs> not are. letting Team Iron Man win after all this time. I'm not. I'm really not. I'll be devastated. Um, because he's gone on such a journey, you know. Like when you watch these Captain America films, and Civil War was epic. It really was. Um, but it's an emotional journey. He's, he's he's gone through an awful lot, probably as much as anyone. And especially, um, you think the way we left it at the end of Civil War, where he's abandoned the shield, he's basically walked away from the title he's of Captain nomad. America. Yeah. He's become it looks like nomad, or at the very least, he's just Steve Rogers. You know, he's not Captain America anymore. Yes, he's he's had to spit in the face of one friend to save the life of another, and it yeah, he, like you say. He's been on a hell of a journey, and yes. for him to potentially, it looks like that might be coming, because Cap looks a bit and, battered. Then it looks like well, it might be coming right at the end of a fight. He's a nice, clean-cut guy. From you know, he was always the clean-cut one. He's he's Mister America, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? He's he's Mister Pro America. He's Mister Pro being good. He's Mister Pro not swearing for God's sake. Um, you know, it's it's a big journey for him and there's a few harsh realities in that last film and, and he knows what good against evil is, but it takes on new forms in civil war and it's changed his persona and his personality. Um, and it's changed his mission and what he believes in. Do you know what I mean? He cares more about his friend than, than the 
crusade. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's it, he realizes what's important to him. So it's it's quite interesting where they go with it. We we see at that point as well around then that we've got the new vibranium arm for the, which might have uh, powers a bit like the the nano suit you mentioned that it can evolve into different things. Oh, maybe. that would be cool if it did. That would be cool. Um, as the white wolf, we will see. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the whole battle around Wakanda looks immense, man. It really does. It looks Wakanda crazy. just looks like a brilliant setting for any fight because it's so open. Does. Yeah, Rather, it's open. We, we, we've yeah. seen the battles in New York, New York and, and cities. And, and, uh, yeah. Was it in in Doctor Strange? They had the, a, a decent fight. Was it in Hong Kong they went It to was or? Hong Kong, yeah. So we, we've seen the city fights. It'd be nice to have something a little bit more open. Well, and we mentioned that with Wakanda in the first instance. We liked the difference in Banchop and the scale and the, and the style of it. It was just different. Yeah. Um, and we've seen a lot of city, you know, Spider-Man and and Avengers and everything is all generally city related. It's always the, the big mix up with like Ragnarok was a big change in, in direction and, and the same, you know, in Black Panther. And um, it'd be good. It'd be good to get some, a battle there. It looks, it looks like it's going to be pretty huge um, on, on scale. So it's going to be amazing at the cinema. And then we, we get to something a little bit more lighthearted with uh Spider-Man showing his his age again when he's introducing himself to uh, to Doctor Strange. He says, "Oh hi, hi, I'm Peter, uh, Doctor Strange. Oh, we're using our made-up names. Oh well, in that case, I'm Spider-Man, not you know our just, code names or our super names, our made-up names." <laughs> It's just—it's a so nice cute. thing. Yeah, he is cute, man. He is cute. He's—he's he's the different style of superhero. He's very fresh-faced and new and. He's had a few lessons and, you know, it was some of our evolution in, in Homecoming. But I think, yeah, we've still got a lot more to come from this version of Spider-Man because he's going to be in many more films to come. So. And then speaking of things to come from Spider-Man, then you see him, the best look at the Iron at the Iron Spider suit in that scene. Without and then straight the after that, add-ons, yeah. the bit when he's flying through all the oh, debris in space. so cool. I can't remember who it was, so apologies if you're listening. But somebody mentioned to me on Twitter that he was expecting the arms to come out the suit, and I think that could be another red herring CGI. I think yeah, we'll see I think there. it's CG, man. I think you'll see it. You only got what is a five second clip of him jumping through. You know, it's 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 five or six, seven seconds of him jumping through that. So if you see the arms come out at that point, you, there'll still be time for that to happen. Do you yeah. know what I mean, it's going to be really damn cool when it does. Um, they can't keep that hidden well they've done really well to keep it all hidden you know they've only hinted it enough um and they've got to release merchandise and they've got to release posters and everything that goes along with it so i think it's 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 done really well to get you excited give you a good idea of the structure and the story but not overkill do you know what i mean you don't know everything i think we know little to be honest we we always go in and come out surprised about certain elements of the films don't we so yeah so that is that's basically it. That takes us to the end of it. The only other point I had down was, as we mentioned before, no Hawkeye. Um, no. And the, the Russos have explained this and said He's because of what happened um, in Civil War, Hawkeye is quote on his own journey. Now I took I love that the to sound mean of literally, that and I I mentioned and I think it was when we did the the other preview pod, uh, the other um, reaction pod. 
I I wonder if he's abandoning the Hawkeye name and he's going by his his Ronin name. I actually think that he might be tasked with finding the Soul Gem, Soul Stone, whichever you want to call it. Well, it'd be interesting if they kept the stone back from the Gauntlet. This this film, I think it they would will. Be, I think they'll keep one back. My original prediction was that the last thing we would see at the end of this film was the infamous the finger snap. But I don't think we will now with the fact they've already paid that off with Gamora. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I don't think you'd see it twice. I well, think you might see maybe it. he'd do it, but it won't have the full gauntlet. So it maybe doesn't wipe out all life, but it does something like maybe it transports a load of the heroes away from wherever they are. It'd be intriguing what they what they do for the second film because I think you already got a sense of this is it's going to be a standalone film in its own right, but it's obviously going to have everything that's come before and, and obviously what's to come next. But it's going to be intriguing. And that, I think, that year gap is oh, going to be it's going to be horrible, painful. It is going to be torturous. It's you're going to have to plan another wedding just to get through it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. No, I'm um, going to go with a big fat hairy note. Maybe that we'll have to just make our own comic or do something productive with our lives for a year and just try and find. I something refuse that... to do something productive. I know it's Play not games in my MO. In your pants, eat crisps, whatever. Um, I'm game for all of that. Yeah, it sounds like your kind of Friday night. It's it's going to be epic, and I mean, I'm super excited about it. It's it's hard to contain the few weeks that we've got to go. Um, but it's been huge build up to this. But I, I think it just looks. I, I've had a couple of nervy moments because it's such a big film to get right, and there's a lot of characters and a lot of development still to do. Um, but I think it looks every inch. And I, and I think the stuff people point to about CGI and stuff, you, you said it wasn't quite finished to me earlier, but I it looks immense, man. Thanos looks looks perfect for me. I think he looks really good and and I think the voice is just great it you, looks you know, like a cracking piece Josh of Brolin has got that really menacing voice he's got he's really growly grizzly but it, he's got a booming dark. voice hasn't he that you'd expect yeah. from someone whose name is Thanos the Mad Titan yeah exactly exactly and we'll see I think the interesting thing is we'll see a backstory with with Thanos we'll get to know the character but I think in the second film, you'll see a bit more of him, even still. I think that might pan more into him after we know the real strength of him and after he's got the gauntlet um, and maybe his kind of methods behind his madness, really. So it's going to be really intriguing what way they go with it. Um, and the worry is what characters they might decide to kill off, because I think they will. And then they might not just have to be less essential ones. I think they might do something brave well there's one thing to keep in mind with all of this don't forget that dr strange has got the eye of agamotto which for a while for a while he does yeah true not for the whole thing i don't think i think he will lose it by the end of the fourth film he's bound to get the eye of agamotto back in which case anyone that dies in the third film could be brought back yeah, yeah, that, but that I think they start to be a bit braver with, with when they kill people off. I mean, it's been mainly villains, 
Um, but they've started to be a bit more brave about this. So I think, and and we said, you know, I mean, we said the bits of the roadie man, he's looking old. You said he is old. <laughs> I know he is. Is. But, you know, you can't keep these characters going forever. They need to freshen things up at one stage or another. And I'm not saying I'm, I, I won't miss them all, but I think a few of them have maybe run their course. And I think it's about time we, we have a bit of a shift change. Just in their view because this is the culmination of all those years of films and work so i think you will get characters wanting to go off i know evidence wants to go off and do other things i don't know i I said to a friend of mine before he's changed his tune recently for about the last 12 months they did a change in disney and the higher-ups and since then he's been a lot more happy and he's been a lot well, more Well, he's doing indie films on the side and interesting films and projects it's not like they, they can't do that i just think it must be so much on their lives. Do you know what I mean? Because the conventions and the walking down the street and that's Captain America. And I know he's not going to get away from that. That's him for life. But you know what I mean? Like actors maybe don't always just want to be that one character. But I mean, they, when they play it so well, and when they are that character, what what can you do? That's that. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, we, we hope it's going to be as good as it looks. Um, and I, I can't not think it will be. Um yeah, Civil War just set them old, man. It set the benchmark, didn't it? And I don't yeah, it really it. did. Yeah. So, are we good? Yeah, very good. I am so looking forward to this. And I've already booked my tickets now. As everyone knows, I'm on my honeymoon when this comes out. And I've just booked tickets to go and see it on the, 20, so cool. on the 26th in L.A. Man, that's going to be ace. I'm so fucking excited. And I'm, I've actually now, I've just bought the T-shirt that I'm going to wear on the night. <laughs> and it's it's the the Infinity Gauntlet given the middle finger and it just says Infinity Fuck on it. Yeah, that's that's the T-shirt you would wear. Oh, sorry, yeah. no, it says Fuck Off, but it's called the Infinity Fuck T-shirt. Of course it is. And if anyone wants it, it's on QWERTY.com, which is a brilliant website. Are we? Are you getting paid for that? That's not, or are you getting it free? I don't think um, we do sponsorship. I'm not allowed to answer that question, otherwise the AI <laughs> lawyers will be uh, giving me nasty phone calls again and throwing yeah. shit at me window. We we should get involved. Uh, if people listen to this podcast amazingly. We appreciate everyone that does, and and it'd be nice to have a couple of times. It'd be nice to get the odd thing for free. Um, we got sent a pretty cool comic book that I've kind of half read, but I'm a busy man, um, which was cool um, before it was released. And yeah, anything else? Any readers want to send our way? Any premier tickets to, to Infinity Wars? <laughs> any backstage passes? Um, anything nice. edible? I'm I'm simple. Yeah. I'll take things I can eat. Yeah, you would. Um, if I can eat it, wear it. Any Lego? I prefer Lego more than anyone. Jesus. Um, Anyway, that's us. Um, thank you for all listening and sharing in our excitement for this film, really. Um, there's a huge buzz around the internet and, and Twitter, and, and it's what social media is good at for me. Um, and please really do like share it. share your thoughts with us on Twitter and let us yeah, know what you think. If you've do. got any theories and predictions, let us know and keep the conversation going. We're going to do going. our memorable moments of Marvel, aren't we? We're going to do our top top scenes from Marvel you know, yeah. Road to Infinity Wars at some stage. So do do fire us over your top three, top five favourite Marvel scenes. Um and we will we'll read some of them out, we'll talk about some of them. Um we're kinda of gonna do that ahead of 
the maybe uh, kind of preview, although we've been kind of previewing this as we go, aren't we? This film is yeah. huge. So, um, so we'll see how that goes. And we might just make it take a closer look at Thanos and we'll have some articles and various stuff around this film because it is huge for us. It's our culmination of two and a half years of, of podcasting, really. So, um, thank you very much for listening, Stu. And yeah. You. Yeah. Cheers, everyone. And we're back with you soon. you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.